I'm joined by Dylan again. How's it going, Reese? It's going good. We are back for our fifth pod in five days or something like that. Yeah, fifth and sixth. Fifth and know. sixth, that's, that's right. it. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're playing back-to-back-to-backs. Um, yeah, <laughs> smashing them out for you guys. Stat stuff is here. But yeah, so we are here to recap everything that's happened so far in free agency. We've also got a little bit of extra news. But I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to... Oh, what was their name? Someone commented on one of our YouTube videos. I just wanted to shout them out. Oh, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> um, right. I Quickly pull up their name. But our first YouTube commenter, thank you very much. <laughs> um, Kimbo Rampage, by the looks of it. Uh, so, shout out to Kimbo Rampage, if you're listening. Thank um, you very much. Said they All listen on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating review. Perfect. That'd be great. All the way from the US, right? Did we get that information? I don't think or so. Or am I making that up? <laughs> I think you're making that I'm up. Ma- I'm making that up. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. I mean, maybe they are. Let us know where you're from. Yeah, no, you- don't. Uh, do it, why not? Uh, if, you ha- if you're comfortable with that. Thank you for commenting. <laughs> All right, let's jump into some of the news before we get to the free agency signing. So we will be going through every team, but yeah, the news first. Do you want to get us started with the first piece? Uh, yeah, the first piece of news is um, from the bronze medal winning um, Australian Boomers. Um, unfortunately, Aaron Bain still remains in hospital after his neck injury. Yeah. Um, from uh, aggravating it in a game, um, I can't remember against two, and then... Uh, having a fall in the shower and really aggravating it, which oh, okay. sending him to hospital. Um, and apparently he's still there with some severe nerve damage in his neck. Um, so thinking of Aaron Baines and speedy recovery to him, hopefully he can uh, recover from that and get out of hospital soon. But um, yeah, right now apparently his ability to play next season that for the NBA is up in the air. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, very unfortunate mm. for him. Um, yeah, just hope he gets better. Yeah, definitely. Neck injuries seem quite rare um, yeah. in terms of the sport. I mean, they're not they're not going to be career ending, but neck injuries are very scary. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, would have loved to seen him out there, but obviously get well soon, Bainsey, and see you soon, hopefully. Yeah. All right, and you could take the next piece of news as well. Here. Oh yeah, um, the women's uh, basketball side of things. Um, the USA won gold against Japan today in a. Pretty dominant performance, as always, from the women's USA team. Um, Do you know like, what the score was? Uh, they won by 15 or 20, okay. I think. Um, Japan made it interesting, um, definitely. Um, being the host nation and getting that silver, that's pretty impressive from Japan. And um, France grabbing the bronze in the bronze medal game. But, um, yeah, USA getting their seventh straight Olympic gold. Mm. The women's. Um, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi get their fifth Olympic gold. Ridiculous. Uh, which is ridiculous, playing five Olympics, mm. gold in all of them. Um, just that longevity and still being major contributors to this team. Like, both of those both of those guys started. Um, yep. Which is which is massive, yeah. Yeah. And so then shout out to them. Yeah, and in other Olympics news, we also had the FIBA All-Star 5, so the five guys who... I guess, perform the best in yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, just the five best. Think of it as like the all-FIBA team or the all-Olympics team. Yep. Yeah, and they were. Uh, Paddy Mills. Um, Our guy. Rick, yeah, obviously. Ricky Rubio. Spanish Jesus. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Uh, got a nickname for him. <laughs> uh, uh, he likes to talk his... He likes to talk his <laughs> shit. Uh, Luka Doncic. No, nah, and, and Rudy Gobert, um, we are uh, All Star Five, and uh, Kevin Durant taking home the MVP of the tournament. Rightfully so, of yes, course, yes. Definitely. Putting up twenty a game. Yep. Yeah, and the last quick piece of news here is uh, James Borrego, uh, the Charlotte Hornets head coach, reached a new agreement with the team—a multi-year agreement. 
presumably going to be like three or four years. Don't know for sure just yet. Uh, but yeah, yep. he's he's sticking around, which is good for them because they had yep. they had an all right year, and I think they'd like a little bit of con- uh, continued continuity. Continuity, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, uh, let's jump into some of the free agency here. So uh, we'll take it in turns telling what the moves are and going first here. Right so uh, do you want to take us away with the Bucks? Yep, so we'll start in the East here and we'll start with the Bucks. Um, so their moves for this offseason started with uh, Bobby Portis on a two-for-nine deal with a player option on mm-hmm. that second year. Um, George Hill on a two-for-eight deal. Rodney Hood on a one-for-two deal, so a minimum. Uh, Semi Ojale, same thing, a one-year minimum. And they also traded for Grayson Allen uh, with Sam Merrill and two second-round picks. Two seconds, Two second-round picks. Um, Ramiz, what did you think of this? Yeah. I like it. They brought back, I think, their most important guy in Bobby Portis yep. on a very good deal, actually. Yep. Two for nine is yeah. uh, a lot less than I thought he would end up getting. I thought he would want more in like the two for 20 range. Yeah, it seemed like he wanted to come back uh, on a shorter deal. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. they lost a little bit in uh, PJ Tucker. Brent Forbes was good for them at times in the playoffs, sometimes hitting shots. Not the biggest loss in the world for them there. No. Um, but they just got a bunch of reasonable guys and reasonable contracts. So they, they're in a good position to make another deep playoff run, though they are going to miss P.J. Tucker, I think. Yeah, they didn't find a replacement for P.J. Tucker necessarily. Um, Semi Ojale is a big body like Tucker, um, but he's not the defensive caliber. Um, but I'm sure they're hoping he can turn into that for them this season. But um, yeah, obviously Bobby Portis back is the big one. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he seemed like he wanted to run it back with his team and go for another championship um, on a more team-friendly deal. Yep. Um, hence the player option, I'm assuming. Um, George Hill makes up for that Bryn Forbes loss, I think. Mm-hmm. Jim, uh, George is also a great shooter. Not maybe the high volume that Bryn is, but high efficiency. More of a um, playmaker as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I like the little Rodney Hood swing, see what they can mm-hmm. get out of him. If he's healthy, maybe 10 points off the bench or something like that. Yeah, and it's a min as well. Yeah, uh, low risk. Um, but also Grayson Allen is a nice little pickup, mm. I thought. Um, someone who can do a bit of everything on the court. Um, sort of similar to... Dante DiVincenzo in that sort of yeah. do-everything role, so uh, waiting for him to come back. Uh, he might be back for the start of the season, uh, DiVincenzo. I think it was a heel injury that kept him out. Uh, uh, I don't quite remember. Don't, I don't remember the timeline, but even if he's not back, Grayson Allen can do similar things, so good pickup. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if I said my grade. Uh, I give them a B+. Plus. Yeah, I gave them a B. Yep. Yeah. Good good all-round off-season here. Yeah. A lot of, we, spoiler, we do have a lot of, like, Grades in that kind of range. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teams had very reasonable off season. Yeah, just quickly, I'm surprised by how many minimums there were. There was a lot of so many guys got mins. Um, thanks to one of your (laughs) least favorite teams that we'll get to later on. Yeah, (laughs) contributed in a big way to that. But um, yeah, there was a lot of guys just sort of taking money for fit or for championships Mm. or something like that. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is the 76ers here. So the 76ers, they brought back Danny Green on a two for $20 million contract. They brought in uh, Georges Niang for uh, two two years, 6.7 mil. And then they brought in Andre Drummond for a one-year min. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good, um, all at all, um, assuming some things go the right way. Mm. Um, I think Georges Niang is a fantastic fitness for me. I agree. Yep. Um, awesome, sneaky pickup. Um, he's a floor spacer and a defender. Um, Danny Green, if he doesn't get traded in some sort of deal, which seems like why they gave him $10 million a year. Right, yeah. Um, if he doesn't get traded, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's kind of terrible. Um, and that's a lot of money to pay someone to be terrible. Um, Andre Drummond is the most interesting of these vet, uh, vet mins, I think. Mm. Um, essentially, going from... What... what 
what was his player option last year? Was it 26? 20 something, yeah. 26 mil to taking, to being a backup to <laughs> a guy who called him a bum. Yes. <laughs> um, very interesting, but I don't know. He could be a better Dwight for them. Um, you know, Phil Dwight's role that uh, he did, which was pretty much just a pick and roll partner. Mm. Um, so I think he could definitely do that and grab offensive rebounds and all that sort of stuff. So um, I didn't think it was terrible. I think the grade definitely gets worse if Danny Green doesn't end up in some sort of deal. But um, I gave it a B minus. Right. Sorry. Um, while you've been speaking, I've been pulling this up. So NBA Math is a Twitter account. Uh, I think they kind of work with Basketball Reference or something okay. like that. Um, they have like a metric to determine basically how good a player is and like what whether he falls into a certain category. So their categories are uh, shouldn't get minutes, end of bench pieces, depth pieces, high end backups, low end starters, solid starters, high end starters, and then you move up towards like all star, all NBA MVP. Right. Uh, Danny Green was still the Sixers' fifth best player according to their metric okay. um, as a low end starter. So I don't know if he's awful. I right. still kind of like Danny Green. They have overpaid for him, right? But Andre Drummond's just doo doo. Like he's <laughs> he's not good. Um, I realized last year he is the most nothing player in the league. Legitimately, yeah. Um, and I re I, like I get that it's a minimum. I just don't care. I don't like them bringing in Andre Drummond. I think he's a bad fit. I hate that you said he could be a better Dwight because he's not going to be. Uh, <laughs> what did Dwight do so special last year that Andre can't do? He's not terrible. I don't think Andre's <laughs> terrible in this role. I think we saw with the Lakers that he was pretty terrible. Um, I think. Andre can still get rebounds and he can jump pretty high and that's all they need him to do. Sure, but Dwight's more of a defender. Let's not ignore that. I feel like I'll Andre Drummond doesn't do anything defensively either. Yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to kill it for of Min. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I don't I don't disagree with what you're saying yeah. either. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so you gave them a B minus. I give them a C. Yeah. Um, overpaid for Danny Green. I'm not seeing a trade in Danny Green's future currently. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I don't like Drummond at all. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Wow. All right. Next team. It's almost like I set this up. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, I have the Miami Heat here. Um, I don't know why you have the Heat as the third team here, though. I Yeah, I realized I didn't put the East in any sort of order right, whatsoever. Okay. I think I started off by just remembering what teams are in the East um, and somehow put the Heat third. Um, so, starting off with the major move of Kyle Lowry in the sign-in trade. Obviously, yep. Um, putting him on a 3-for-85 deal. Uh, bringing back Duncan Robinson on a 5-for-90 deal with a player option in that fifth year. Um, PJ Tucker on a 2-for-15 with another player option that second year. Uh, re-signing Jimmy Butler, or extending Jimmy Butler, to a 4 for 40, uh, $141 million deal. Um, again, another player option. And then a bunch of smaller moves. Oladipo on a one-year min mm. um, is interesting. Uh, Markeith Morris on a one-year min. Dwayne Dedman on a one-year min. Uh, Gabe Vincent, two-year min. Mark's, uh, Max Struess, two-year min. And... Omer Yetzevin uh, on a two-year min. And if anyone's been following the Summer League, uh, they know that dude can put up some buckets. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I would venture to say this is the best off-season period. Uh, it's definitely it's up, up there. there. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, this, I, I give them an A. It would It's an A-plus if they gel really quickly. If Kyle right. Larry, Jimmy Butler, um, and Bam gel really quickly, this is an A-plus. Yeah. Also, especially if Oladipo turns into anything. Any sort like of contributor. Yeah. 30% of his old self. On a min is good. Yep. I would definitely take that if I was the Heat. Um, just a lot of good, gritty guys. PJ Tucker yep. um, coming in. Uh, Markif Morris. Markif? Markif, yes. yep. yeah. I mean, they just made all the right moves. They brought in, uh, They brought back Duncan Robertson. Yeah. Not... I don't love the money for Duncan Robertson. It's maybe slightly too much. Okay. 
um, I don't know, for a guy who is very much just a scorer, right. um, 18 mil a year is maybe a little bit of an overpay, but I guess in the way the league is now and the yeah. way the league's going, not really. Um, I am a little bit concerned about um, the years on some of the older guys' contracts. Right. Kyle Lowry, three years is fine, but I feel like that last year is not going to be great, and I feel yeah. like the last year of Jimmy might not be great might either. Might also not be great, yeah. Um, no, I completely agree. Uh, a fantastic off-season for the Heat. Um, Kyle Lowry is both a ceiling and a floor raiser for this team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going to be better, and they have the potential to be really, really good. Um, bringing back Duncan is massive um, as the elite shooter that he is. You're right, it is a lot of money, but we've seen Joe Harris and Bertans get kind of exactly the same amount of money. Mm. Um, so I'm not too worried about the overpay. I also think it was important to bring him back because there, yeah, sure. there were definitely other teams interested in him. Um, Resigning Jimmy Butler, great to keep him around. He's he's a heat guy now. I think he's going to be here pretty much the rest of his career. Yeah. Um, PJ Tuck is interesting. He's obviously going to be a defender. Offensively, I wonder how he gels. Um, he doesn't seem to do a whole lot anymore, but if he's just a corner shooter, um, I know we sort of had that with Ariza last year, which obviously didn't end super well, but PJ Tucker's better than Ariza. Yep. Um, and then all the other sort of guys are just guys to fill out the team. I'm happy for You're right. All, any sort of contribution from Oladipo could be really good. Mm-hmm. I saw a report uh, earlier, or well, towards the end of the season, that uh, a surgeon said whoever did Oladipo's first surgery didn't put his... Um, quadricep tendon back together properly hmm. and so hopefully um, uh, having proper surgery now yeah. hopefully he recovers and is better to go uh, more durable yep. um, so yeah I don't I, I also obviously think it's an awesome off season um, Kyle yep. Larry's massive for Bam uh, for Jimmy just being able to run the offense and find Bam and oops and stuff like that and just take the pressure off Jimmy a bit um, so yeah I'm I'm giving it a an A minus but I just hope they didn't tamper to get it because yeah, yeah, that the league is currently news. investigating that. Uh, who else are they investigating? Uh, the Lonzo deal. That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, please don't have tampered. <laughs> I mean, everyone tampered. Like, you could, you say, please don't tamper. They tampered. Like, they literally tampered because they were discussing before 6 p.m. on the day for agency started. But then again, everyone literally does. everyone was. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't punish them. You can't blame them. Yeah. But. Please don't take our picks. We don't have any to give. <laughs> but, uh yeah, awesome offseason for the Heat. Can't Would you take an executive suspension? How are you going to suspend the Godfather? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way the NBA can suspend Pat Riley. I think they want to set. They might want to set an example. You don't do it to the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Riley's the man. And there's also another punishment they can void contracts as well. If tampering, I doubt they would void Carl Larry's contract. No, oh. There's no way. <laughs> I doubt it. No, because <laughs> um, it's weird that they're going after the Heat and then the Lonzo deal of, of or, the Lonzo deal definitely deserves going after a little bit because that was signed at 6 p.m. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was definitely discussed beforehand. But um, look, I don't think anything major is going to come from these investigations. We had this similar thing with the Bucks uh, last off season with um, the sign trade for Bogey. Um, See, me not remembering it is yeah, a good indication. Exactly. So I'm very much hopeful for that. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it all comes well for that, yeah. Yeah. All right, next up is the Brooklyn Nets, who had quite a good offseason again. So, uh, they brought in Patty Mills, our guy, uh, two for 12 mil. They brought back Bruce Brown for uh, one for 4.7. Uh, James Johnson, a one-year min. Blake Griffin, a one-year min. And uh, DeAndre Bembry uh, for... I don't know if we've got a contract details Don't know. Yet, but he is coming. Probably. <laughs> possibly some, a one-year min. Probably some sort of min, yeah. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think? Uh, this is A+. This is... 
maybe the best offseason in terms of what a team actually needs. Yes. Um, they got a bench guy who can absolutely fill it up in Patty. Um, they brought back Bruce Brown, who was a massive part, like a pick-and-roll partner for those guys. Uh, Blake Griffin was good. Uh, James Johnson replaces Jeff Green as a sort of do-it-all wing. Yep. Um, just a big body. Um, not really too worried about DeAndre Brambury. Um, they also traded for Javon Javonte Carter. Um, okay. In the Landry Shamit deal that got them the 29th pick or something like that. Right. Um, he's a awesome defensive guard. I'd like to see him get a few minutes. Um, but yeah, this was low money, low risk. All the guys they needed. This exactly. Is perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, I fully agree. Um, yeah. Obviously, they lost Jeff Green. They lost uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, but yep. I don't know. They, those, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie didn't play for them, so very replaceable. Obviously, yeah. they lost Jeff Green, but Jeff Green was bound to go somewhere else. Jeff Green is going to play for half the teams of the league uh, before he's done, I'm sure. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm excited for him to go after it. Mm. I'm kind of sad that he signed a two-year deal. I reckon they're not going to trade him for yeah. the second year. <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah, this is perfect. Coupled with their draft, they legitimately have an entire, like five-man bench that they can mm. like just swap out with the starters. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. <sighs> very fair. <laughs> very fair. Very very cool season coming up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Uh, the next one is the Bulls, um, who had quite maybe the most active off-season of any team. Um, they had a sign-in trade with the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan, who they signed to a three-year 85-mil extension because he's on he accepted his player offer. Um, player option of 26 mil, I think it is, for this season. Oh, right. That's why they got so much in terms of the trade. Yeah. Right, I didn't um, realize that. Uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, who they signed, traded for a four-year $85 million contract, um, signed Alex Caruso uh, for a four-year $37 million contract, and Tony Bradley for a two-year $3.8 million contract. Mm. Um, a lot of win-now moves, which I'm excited to see for this Bulls team. Yeah, very guard-heavy. Yeah. Um, not sure I love the fit of everyone. I like Lonzo as a playmaker. Yep. I don't love the spacing of Lonzo, Levine, DeRozan. Yeah. Um, as your point guard shooting out small forward. Yeah. Um, also, I do think they overpaid Lonzo a touch. Just a touch. I'm not too worried about the money for Lonzo. Also, Lonzo can shoot now. I, yeah. I, I was actually shocked by his shooting numbers. He's shooting like 37% on like eight attempts a game. I didn't know he had the volume. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. Is, apparently, it's like massive volume for the Pelicans, so that's huge. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess we'll just see how it goes. I'm. Yeah. Not, I'm still not convinced on the fit. No. Uh, I'm, I'm also a bit wary of the fit with this team. But DeRozan feels like a Bulls kind of guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Saying win now is a little bit interesting because I don't think they're ready to win now. I don't think they're like a finals team, but I think this is definitely like a sneaky fourth seed team. Or mm, I was like, thinking more like the six. This is, I think they've got way too, They still have Vooch on this team as well. Yeah. I think this is like a team... Okay, six definitely isn't out of the question. I think yeah. they're definitely going for that five, six range. Yeah. Uh, if not, a bit higher. Um, yeah, the fit is interesting, but I don't know. Lonzo is apparently a shooter now. <laughs> this surprised <laughs> me. Uh, Levine's a shooter. DeMar's a ball handler and a playmaker now, uh, which is, we've seen that develop yeah. over the Spurs. Um, I, I agree the fit will be interesting, but I think if it clicks, it could be really, really special in terms of like drive and kicks, and then they drive and kick, and then yeah. kick out shooters and all that sort of stuff. Um, plus Vooch down in the post, or out shooting threes into the pick and roll. Um, there's a lot of offensive weapons and shot creators on this team. Yeah. Um, defensively, there's also a little bit of versatility here yeah. and there. Um, yep. Lonzo is a good defender. Alex Cruz is a good defender. Yeah. Tony Bradley's a sneaky good pickup. I yeah, think. He's a actually. solid backup big. Um, and yeah, Caruso is going to be uh, a fun backup guard for these guys. Yeah. You think Caruso is going to go 
completely obscure now. I I do think he's so. just gonna disappear. I I no, put- I'm not saying disappear, but he's not gonna have no. He's not gonna have anywhere near the notoriety he doesn't. Yeah, like I agree. The, I mean, the Lakers is like a magnifying glass, yeah, that sort of stuff. But I I think he's earned his own fame at this point. Yeah, <laughs> a little a, bit, just a little bit, yeah. All right, uh, what grade did you give them? Uh, I gave them a B plus. I like the moves they made. I think they overpaid for DeRozan a little bit in that signing trade. I don't know if they had to give up a first as well yeah. as two seconds plus guys that can play for them now. Um, but I think overall, it's a worthwhile move and um, everything else is B plus. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a B. Pretty similar reasons. Yeah. All right, uh, next up we have the Hawks. So we have uh, John Collins signing a five for $125 million uh, rookie, not quite max extension. Is it not the max? I don't believe so. Okay. I think, yeah, 20 25 million a year. I think the max would be like 28, 29, yeah. I think. Okay. Um, then you got Lou Will on a one year deal, uh, one year five mil, uh, Goody Jang on a one year four mil, and Solomon Hill on a one year minimum, and then they traded for DeLon Wright. What do you think? Uh, I'm not sure if Collins is worth 25 mil a year, but I think it's a, a move they had to make, mm-hmm. um, bringing him back as a restricted free agent. Um, he's obviously a starter on this team and like, uh, he's definitely a contributor on this team. Um, but, um, I like the Gorgie Jang signing while Kongwu's out. I'm not, not sure how it fits when he comes back. Cause that's four centers on their team now or three centers, uh, with Capella, Kongwu and, Jang. Yeah. And none of them can really play power forward. I don't see Jang as playing much, so. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Lil Wilback is fun. Uh, we thought he was going to retire. Yeah. Uh, he thought he was going to retire. He thought he was going to retire. Yeah, that's what he told us. But um, excited to have him back. I, DeLon Wright is a great pickup, too. I love DeLon Wright. Um, just as a backup point guard, I think he does a lot of things well. Um, but, yeah, I think John Collins is obviously the big piece here. I think he's someone that can stick around and maybe grow into a 25 million year player or yeah. someone they can trade pretty easily. Yeah, I think that's a very tradable contract. Yeah, um, yeah I, I do think he's a little bit of a pay, but not, maybe not quite as much as you. I think he's kind of in the 22 mil range. Yeah, I'd have him around high, very high teens or like 20s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think after the playoff run, you kind of had to pay him. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't score as much as I wanted over the playoffs. Uh, yeah, but I guess the thing is, it didn't matter. Like, that is it true. doesn't matter what guys did, they won. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, other than that, they just brought in solid guys who just fit the team. Just guys, yeah. They've got a lot of guards now, though, as I think. Um, DeLon Wright, Lou Will, um, obviously Trey Young, they drafted um, Sharif Cooper. Right. So there's a lot of guard men they're going to have to try and find. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go to the Celtics now, a very small one here. It is. Um, they signed Ennis Kanter to a one-year minimum, and then they traded for Chris Dunn, Josh Richardson, and I uh, got a... 2023 second round pick um, and that's it so far um, currently in talks with Dennis Schroeder apparently um, one of the big losers of this offseason so mm-hmm. far but um, none of their moves do anything for the Celtics team really no it's right. I just like how Ennis Kidd just jumping back between the place of the yeah. <laughs> Celtics I was just <laughs> double checking that um, yeah no I'm a B minus on this but if Josh Richard if Josh Richardson was two inches taller I'm a B plus on it interesting <laughs> They need they need wing depth, and Josh Richardson's not quite big enough to be that backup wing that they need. Yeah. Um, but they got a bit of depth at a couple of positions. They got a they got another guard. I'm high on Chris Dunn. Um, yeah. Still, I like Ennis Cantor for them at center. And like, if Josh Rich- Richardson was just a little bit bigger, it'd be pretty good. But he's not. If he was also a little bit better, that would also be great. That would be great too, because <laughs> um, he's had two down years now since he moved on from the Heat. Um, hopefully he can. 
pick it back up with the Celtics. But I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. Cantor, I think, is starting to get a bit old. Um, they already have Horford, so mm. they're starting Horford and Cantor. Um, Chris Dunn, hopefully, he's healthy this year. Uh, can contribute, but they. They still don't have a starting point. They guard. need a point guard, and um, I think they need Dennis Schroeder. I think that's, unfortunately, yeah, that's maybe a given at this point. I think they're gonna yeah. get him. Yeah, I agree. Unless somehow they whiff on that, then it's a really bad off season. But I just gave this a C plus. This is a kind of just these are just nothing moves, but they also didn't really sacrifice anything. Like they didn't yep. let anyone walk that they needed to bring back. Oh, I guess they, I guess they would like Fournier back. But mm. I, I don't know. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, overall, just kind of. Whatever. Just meh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, the Hornets, sneaky off-season here a bit. Yeah. Uh, they brought in Kelly Oubre on a two-year, $25 million contract. Ish Smith on a one-year, four-and-a-half-mil contract. Um, and then they got... Uh, wait. What did they get? Uh, they got a 2022 first for Devontae Graham, and they traded for Mason Plumlee. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Um, I like the Ubre signing on paper. I don't know how well it's actually going to work. Um, I think Ubre is a better player in my mind than he is on the court. Mm. He seems like a bit of a ball stopper, sort of a get my own shot type of guy, which I don't think this Hornets team is really what they want out of it. I think they want a bit of a free flowing offense that's fast paced and moving. Um, also Gordon Hayward's on this team. Kind of forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they already have Miles Bridges, so there's a bit of a talent glut at the wing positions, but I mean, that's not the worst problem to have in the world. No, definitely not. Um, I like Mason Plumlee as someone, as a pick and roll partner with Lamelo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got a pretty good return for Devontae Graham as well. A first um, is pretty good for someone who had yeah. a pretty down year last year, um, stuck behind Rozier and uh, Lamelo. Yeah, because uh, that's not just a sign and trade, that's a restricted sign and trade, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Ishmith is always a solid backup point guard. Yeah, um, yeah. So never complain about Ishmith on your team. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually quite high on this. I like Killer Uber for this team, actually, even offensively. I just think he's going to be good with Lamelo specifically. Okay. Um, when he's playing with bench units, maybe not so much, but if he's playing with Lamelo, I like him. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I like Ishmith and Mason Pumbley paired together, actually. I like yeah. them as a pick and roll. That is a fun uh, pick duo. and roll, yeah. I, I mean, who's going to start at center for them? It might be Plumley. <laughs> yeah, no, I would like Plumley off the bench more than I like him starting. Yeah, but if if they could get a good starting quality center and then they have Plumley Ishmith off the bench, that's a really strong bench. Yeah, they might uh, be in the uh, Larry Markin and sweepstakes as that's well. That's right. That would um, be very nice for them. Yeah, that would be a sweet shooting big. Although they already have PJ Washington, but I don't know. It seems like they've kind of given up on him. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of guards on this team. Also, they've got. Lamelo, Terry Rogier, who I forgot was on this team, kind of. <laughs> um, they drafted James Booknight, uh, who's yep. a scorer, and then Ishmith as well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I like it. I like they've got depth here. The only thing keeping me from putting this in the A is Devontae Graham, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if they needed Devontae Graham. And I think they got a decent return for him, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gave it a B. Yep. Yeah. And I gave it a B plus. Yep. Um, next on to the Cavs, who... No, another small one. Another small one. Oh, yeah, another small one, yeah. Um, signing Jared Allen to quite not a small contract, five years, $100 yeah. million. Dollars, um, and they traded for Ricky Rubio um, from the Timberwolves. Um, I think they overpaid Jared Allen. It's a bit much, isn't it? It is a lot of money for a center to start off with, mm. but also a center you could find kind of anywhere. anywhere. Um, but he's, I was going to say he's young. He's not that young. <laughs> um, but he is a good center. Yeah. And, a, and they seem pretty high on Evan Mobley playing next to him. Uh, 
I don't know how tradable it is at five for a hundred. I don't think it's tradable at all. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gr- the Ricky Rubio move is growing on me as a mentor for the young guards because yeah. it doesn't seem like Sexton's moving. Um, he's a guy that can come off the bench and just give them a bit of professionalism. Yeah, both on and off the court, which I think is big. So yeah, yeah, I think I'd like him a little bit more if they moved one of the young guards and yeah, they had Rubio maybe. play alongside them. But yeah, no, I still very much like Rubio coming off the bench. And then, yeah, Jared Allen. It's just a lot. Like, I could honestly see him getting traded four times in this contract. Four like, times. it's... Sorry, yeah. it's, it's tradable if you think you can trade it again. If you think <laughs> we can get off this, kind of like... like I, Kind of like the Thunder, how they're like, yeah, we'll take that bad tr- contract because we think we can get another first for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, in that type of way, which is tough to say about a talented rim defender and rebounder. And yeah, top 10 center in the league. Yeah, <laughs> Is he? I think so. Is he really? I think so. I mean, I haven't thought about it. That just kind of took me by surprise. You kind of got your like five all-stars and then you got your Valentunas. Your yeah, and then he's sort of like Your Nurkic kind of range. Yeah, I think he's a bit below those guys even still. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a bit too much money. Yeah, it? <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, I gave it a C minus. Yeah, I gave it a I gave it a C plus. I like Rubio a bit more than you yeah. might. Yeah, I still like the Rubio. I think I officially in the like camp for the Rubio. Okay, now. Yeah. that's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is the Knicks here. They made quite a few moves here. So uh, bringing in Evan Fournier on a four for seventy eight million dollar contract, Derek Rose on a three for forty three million dollar contract, uh, Nolan Zawell for a three for thirty two plus a team option. Yeah. On is that on the third year there? Yeah. Yep. And then Alec Burks on a 3 for 30, and then Taj Gibson for a one-year minimum. What do you think? Uh, I like all of these moves. Um, I think all the personnel are the right personnel for this team. Um, I think the money can be debated on some of them. I think Rose might be a little bit a touch overpaid, um, but he is an important scorer off the bench for them, and he seems to love being in New York, and New York loves him. Um, I like the Evan Fournier move. Yeah. Yeah. Again, maybe a touch overpaid, but I think other teams would have also given him that sort of deal. Um, He's a shot creator, um, a scorer for them, which that offense desperately needs, as we saw in the playoffs, where Randall was just forced to do a bit too much. Um, He can be another guy for them. Um, He can take the pressure of Randall, maybe the pressure of Barrett a little bit as well, so Barrett can focus on maybe other things rather than trying to be a 25 scorer or whatever. Yeah. and it's just a shooter. Um, I like Alec Burks uh, coming back. He was had some big moments for them. And uh, Taj coming back. Awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty high on this. It's just a little bit too nixy for me, yeah. I guess. It's it's too much loyalty to their guys. I don't know. It's like, I like I like all the money. I have no problem with any of the money. It's the years that get to me. It's okay. it's the four for Fournier. It's the three for Derek Rose. It's the three for Nolan Noel, even. Um, I like the three for Alec Burks and then Taj Gibson on one year minimum. And then obviously they might be bringing in Kemba Walker as well. I don't know. They're just kind of locking themselves into... Oh, yeah, Kemba. They're, yeah, they're locking themselves into a lot of guys that don't make them contenders, I don't think. I think their yeah. ceiling on this team is maybe like a third seed, which is good. Yeah. But probably that, a second round out kind of thing. A third seed would be quite impressive for this team, I think. Yeah. I think they're in the Bulls sort of situation now where they're, they don't have as much talent as the Bulls, but they've, they were obviously better last year than the Bulls. And yeah. They've only gotten better. Uh, I think this is a fourth seed and down sort of team. Mm. Uh, In which case, you've just locked yourself into that for yeah. three or four years, which, I mean, it's better than locking yourself into being a not-playoff team. That is true. It's a little bit too nixy for my liking. I would have liked shorter deals for 
all of these guys, maybe maybe Fournier's four-year deal is fine, but yeah. I don't know. I'm afraid of how he might age. Okay. Yeah, um, that is interesting. They have locked themselves into being a bit mediocre. Um, I guess these are tradable contracts, though, I think. Pretty For much sure. Pretty I think so, yeah. Um, and I think that's an important factor to take in if someone like a Bradley Beal becomes unappeased. Um, I don't know, put Barrett plus some of these contracts and picks into a deal. It might have something there. Yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not a, a, against the money, I guess. Some of the years are interesting, especially if none, nothing like that happens. That is a long time to be with these sort of players. Yeah. Um, apparently, Kemba is a done deal. So what do you think about Kemba on this team? Do we know what the money's like? I think it's eight mil a year. For... <laughs> One or two years. Okay, it's not very long. That's yeah. fine. I, I have no problem with eight. I have no problem with that. Eight mil for two years, easy. Yeah, Done. especially if he, you know, if he miraculously becomes healthy again. I mean, having an electric point guard to start like that. Yeah, they might they might transform themselves into a actually good offensive team. Yeah, someone like that. Yeah, I mean, they've got a really good three man backcourt rotation there. Mm. Um, it just yeah, it depends on how healthy they are. It depends on. It, it depends on how they look in two years' time, really. I think they'll be fine this year, but in two years' time, then we're kind of rethinking this a little bit. Yeah, that is completely fair. Uh, moving on next to the Wizards, who had a quite a busy offseason as well. Um, they signed Spencer Dinwiddie to a three for $62 million deal. Um, also signing Raul Neto. I can't remember what his... I don't think I saw what his deal was. Um, and then from the, the Westbrook trade and also yeah. some trades on draft night, they got... Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, Aaron Holiday. Um, plus, they drafted Corey Kispert and someone else. Um, what do you think about this? I mean, sure. sure. It's just a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. I mean, like... I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> I'm afraid they're maybe pushing themselves into Orlando Magic level of mediocrity here. Mm, that is an interesting point. In terms of, like... There's a lot of guys. They're probably not going to be anything better than a seventh seed. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of all there is to it. Dinwiddie's locked up for three years, which I don't mind. I don't mind him as a second option, but second option on a team that's barely making the playoffs is what we're looking at here. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just... They're just not going to be that good. They'll be fun. They'll be fun in terms of just being a team of NBA players. But yeah. <laughs> I'm actually super excited to watch the Wizards for that very reason. <laughs> I'm excited to see a team with... Legitimately only one star and just a bunch of other guys. And guys that can play. Like, none of these guys are bad. No exciting young star in there. No. Like, <laughs> no exciting young prospect with a bunch of upside. Um, they drafted guys with a pretty low ceiling, high floor uh, with Corey Kispert. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Who knows? Maybe Kyle Kuzma turns into a star in Washington. Mm. Um, <laughs> KCP is good. <laughs> Montrose Harrell is good. It's just a bunch of good guys. I'm excited to see them be the seventh seed. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun for a year and then we'll be sad. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited for this upcoming year. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I hope they can move off some of these contracts next year. But yeah, they are, for a year, fine. But after that, they're, they're the Orlando Magic. And we don't want that because yeah. we hated the Magic a we, lot. We did hate the Magic. Um, <laughs> but most like they didn't sign most of these guys, to be fair. You're right. Uh, Kuzma's the only one locked up past this year uh, from the guys they traded, I think. All uh, oh, right. I think, yeah. I think KCP is a one-year deal. Harold's definitely a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They didn't get a lot of value back from the Westbrook trade, but I think they're still in the playoff hunt. They're still, I don't know, if they want to keep Bradley Beal, which they probably should because they want to be a relevant 
NBA team. Mm. Um, they've got enough to maybe keep Bradley Beal happy, although maybe nothing could ever make Bradley Beal unhappy with yeah. Washington. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I gave this an A-. minus. I feel like this is an NBA team. Yeah. NBA players. I'm more in the B range yeah. here. Um, who was your team of just guys last year? I think it was the Knicks, actually. My Knicks was a team of just guys. I think you literally, yeah, you described them as the same way as this. So yeah. maybe these guys will turn into the Knicks. And then if, if they do turn into the Knicks of last year, I'll be happy. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see. All right, next up is the Pacers. So the Pacers, again, had a pretty small offseason here. They brought back TJ McConnell on a four-year $35 million deal. And then they brought in Torrey Craig on a two-year $10 million deal. What do you think? Uh, All good moves. Nothing yeah. to pick apart here. All these guys help to what they're doing, I guess. Um. TJ McConnell, that's a pretty nice contract for TJ McConnell. Mm, he's a like. he's an awesome little uh, player. It like gets like two steals a game or something like that mm. for them. Um, can play make all that sort of stuff. Uh, Tory Craig is a guy that will help them. You know, Def- he replace Doug McDermott. Um, not doing the same things, obviously, but still defensively gives them yeah. some wing depth. Yeah, um, I think this is just a B move. Like this is just a solid off season. Mm. Yeah. See, I don't know. I'm more in the A camp. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make them any. Like, this doesn't make them significantly better, but right. this is, for as simple of an off-season as this is, this is as good as it gets, really. Um, such a short, like, such a good deal for TJ McConnell. Like, yeah. that's tradable for all four years of this contract. To any team in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, that's Anyone basically just, that it's basically just a mid-level. Like, yeah. I would love that deal for TJ McConnell. I'd love TJ McConnell. Yeah, um, so do I. And then Tory Tory Craig is, a, again, a nice, like, wing. Very, again, a very tradable contract, just yep. five mil a year. I just like it a lot. I no, think I, it makes them deeper, and I'm I'm higher on the paces this year than I was last year anyway. Yeah. Um, just because of you know everything that's changed. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't like. I can't knock the A. I just didn't think it was anything sort of. They didn't get any real better. Is what I thought. They they are just sort of the paces again. Sure. Um. Hopefully they trade Miles Turner. I think I'm definitely <laughs> ready for him to see a different team. Okay. Um. But yeah, in terms of what they are right now, it's perfectly fine. Yep. Yep. Uh, next to the Raptors, um, who brought back a couple guys and Gary Trent for three for 54, um, and Ken Birch for three for 20. Um, also signing Sem Decker to a one year minimum for some reason. And, uh, in the Kyle Lowry sign trade, they got back Goran Dragic and Precious Achua. Um, did end up getting a pick back, which is interesting. Um, but I don't know. I think this is a pretty good deal. The money's fine. The years are fine. Nothing sort of terrible for me. Goran sticking around is interesting. Apparently, they're not going to buy him out. That is interesting. I yeah. don't know how I feel about that. I guess they kind of need a they need a point guard, but I thought they'd sort of... Well, I thought they'd take Jalen Suggs in the draft, but anyway. Um, and Precious Achua is someone who I am down on from the Olympics, but he can still turn into a pretty versatile defender and rim runner. So. Yeah. I'm pretty mad on it. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not even sure if this is a playoff team. And I don't think they are. They're just mediocre. They chose Scotty Barnes. And like as as I was doing the rookie study, I've learned a little bit more about some of these guys. And I'm a bit interested by that pick as well. Mm, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just a bit It's just a bit of money. It's a, it's a couple of years for some of these guys. They're, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. 
I don't know. I, I gave it a B. I thought it was... These are all fine contracts. Ken Berger's a good Canadian boy. Mm. Um, three for 20. That's pretty cheap for a centre who's a good backup centre. Um, and Gary Trent. I thought you liked Gary Trent. Yeah, I just don't see the direction of this team. I also don't <laughs> understand <laughs> Like, it. that's what annoys me. Because it's yeah. like, Siakam and Fred Van Vliet are a little bit older than you'd like. They should be in win-now mode. And these seem like win-now moves, but they're not good win-now moves. Right. Um, they're not like... They're not in a position to win now. <laughs> yeah, they're not in a position to win now, and they're not in a position to rebuild, especially with Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like this offseason, honestly. I, I've given mm. it a C plus just because there's nothing egregiously bad, and yeah, I am a Gary Trent Jr. fan. Yeah, it's just a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Um, maybe I'll knock mine down, actually. If you've talked me into it, I think I'll give it a B- minus instead of a B now. Um, Yusai Majiri, though, is turning into... what He got promoted to the... Like the president of basketball operations or something like that. What'd you call him? Yusai Mizu. Masai Yuji. Masai Yuji. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was very interesting. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I like was, I was gonna find his whatever whatever his title is. He, now. Got, I think a it's new, he got a new job. Yeah. He got promoted. He did get promoted. Um, yeah, I guess that's maybe the biggest win for the Raptors this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like Precious though. I, I should also add that okay. I like Precious for them. But yeah, no, uh, pretty meh yeah. offseason here. Yeah. Uh, now the Magic. Uh, Robert Lopez on a one-year, $5 million deal, and then Mo Wagner on a two-year deal. Okay. I Sure. Cool. Cool. Wagner bros in town, though. Cool. That's pretty cool. I'm excited to see Mo and uh, Franz play together. Um, yep. I mean, these moves don't really do anything. Like, no. I mean, Wagner in to play with his brother is cool. Robert Lopez is just a guy. I don't know but why he's here. They, don't, they didn't need to do no. anything, really. They're set up to just be a young team who's yeah. not going to be good next year. They're going to get another couple of high draft picks and then they're going to be good, hopefully, in a few years' time. Yeah, I mean... They didn't even, need to do anything I here. don't know why they signed two centers, though. They already have some centers to test out <laughs> yeah. already in terms of Mobamba Mo and Wendell Carter. Uh, but both guys, they need to sort of figure out what they're doing with. Um, I'm just happy for Mo and France. Yeah. The boys, uh, the boys, are, <laughs> the boys are in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Massive. Um, and last for the East, uh, we have the Pistons, who signed Kelly Olynyk to a three-year, $37 million deal, uh, Corey Joseph to a two-year, $10 million deal, and Trey Lyles to a two-year, $5 million deal. Uh, what did you think about this? Uh, I like the Olynyk pickup for them, actually, a lot more than people might think. I like him as a replacement for Mason Plumlee. It gives them a higher-powered offense, if he does play. Um, you know, a nice, a nice stretch five. If uh, he does play? Honestly, I could see them going like full tank and just not playing any of their like. They just signed vets. thirty-seven million dollars that they're gonna sit him. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Move. <laughs> if he plays a lot, okay, <laughs> I think he'll play like twenty minutes a game. Okay, I mean, that would be very interesting. Yeah. But anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, Corey Joseph is fine. Trey yeah. Lowell's is fine. Yeah. Uh, I like Trey. I like Trey Lowell's behind Jeremy Grant actually. Yeah. Um, I feel like they kind of do similar things offensively. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fine. All around, B. I don't know why Kelly Olynyk. I don't know why Kelly Olynyk wanted to go to the Pistons. I don't know why the Pistons wanted Kelly Olynyk. Um, <laughs> they have Jeremy Grant, right? <laughs> they, Jeremy Grant's not a center, though. Is Kelly Olynyk a center? I think so. I think he's more of a four. Um, I mean, he can play spot five minutes, but I think I don't know. I wouldn't want to start him as my center. I see him as just a stretch five. Um. I don't know why they needed him then. <laughs> um, they already have... I mean, I like the Trey Lyles pickup for that kind of reason. I, I don't think he's going to play five, but I like him as a shooter, so when yeah. he can space the floor for Cade. Um, Corey Joseph is a backup point guard, sure. Um, 
I don't know, the Kelly Olynyk move is just really interesting. Um, yeah, especially with Grant there. I don't get it. I like the fit. I really like him next to Jeremy Grant, actually. I feel like they do different enough things that you can play them together, actually. I guess. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. I like the fit with Cade with Olynyk. I just don't understand his fit with the Pistons as a whole. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I gave it a C-. minus. I didn't think any of these moves were particularly exciting for them. Yeah. All right, well, that's the end of the East, and I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're going to split this episode into two parts. We're going to make an Eastern Conference one and a Western Conference one, because we're 45 minutes into this already. Okay, let's do that. All right, well, <laughs> if you've enjoyed our Eastern Conference recap, uh, make sure you leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or a review. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at StatStuffers. You can follow us on Instagram at Stat underscore Stuffers. You can email us at StatStuffers5 at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow or the same day. Uh, up to <laughs> up to you, producer Ruiz. Let's say same day. We'll see you in two minutes when you click on the next episode. Okay. Peace. <laughs>